This July 4th, celebrate the spirit of freedom and comfort with Minky Couture Blankets. Wrap yourself in the softness of luxury minky fabric as you cozy up under the stars and stripes. Our blankets are designed to ignite your patriotic pride and keep you warm all night long. From backyard barbecues to fireworks in the sky, make every moment memorable with Minky Couture. Indulge in the ultimate comfort and style this Independence Day. Visit us at MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today and embrace the true essence of July 4th with Minky Couture Blankets. Freedom has never felt so cozy. Timothy, put the katowda on. Welcome to Timothy Put the Cattell On, where I, Timothy R. Andrews, and my co-host Sarah Cattell are talking hospitality, bringing you solutions to the issues we are facing and inspirational stories from the incredible people who make up our hospitality industry family. This podcast is shared on all major platforms, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify, and is marketed on social media. Hi, Tim. Hey, Sarah. Good to see you again. You too. How are you? Very well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So this week, we are bringing you double the value on guests. We have got two guests with us today. Hilary Cook, a life coaching, leadership development and team building expert, and Joanne Taylor-Sag, general manager of the Athenaeum Hotel and Residences in London. And they're going to tell us about their exciting new project, MIDAS, which is an acronym, an acronym that works, which makes me really happy, which stands for Master Inholders Developing Additional Skills. So, Let's start with a little bit about you both. Joanne, tell us about your current role at the Athenaeum Hotel and Residences. Um, hi, Sarah. Thank you very much for having us on. Um, yeah, the Athenaeum is a fabulous family-run um, and operated hotel in Mayfair. Um, I'm actually really privileged and lucky to get to lead the team that are there. They're full of young, vibrant, inspirational people and a couple that aren't quite as young, but still are at heart. <laughs> so 164 bedrooms right in opposite Green Park, so right in the centre of Mayfair. Uh, and it's a, it's a wonderful job to have. Amazing. So Hilary, tell us about your role at Merlin Business Consultancy. Okay, thanks. So, so Merlin's... Um... I suppose we're a learning development consultancy or organisation development consultancy. We've been going about 30 years. We've got a strong hospitality story through all our projects. We deal a lot with hotels, work with a lot with hotels, hospitality in general, um, often senior management, consulting, team building, all that sort of thing. Fun stuff. Larry, how did you get into hospitality? My dad was a, a training consultant and I used to love going in with him on a Sunday to do his setups in hotels, put all the pencils in a straight line, set up all the tables for him. From when I was, I don't know how old, my dad was my hero. So doing this for him was fantastic. And I can remember sitting and waiting for him. I'm a mother, actually, we were away together. 
in the North British in Edinburgh, which is now the Balmoral. And I was sitting, waiting for them, sitting on one of these funny padded seats in reception that you used to have in those days. That was when it was a, a British transport hotel. There was a reception desk and then there was a door by the side of the reception desk and two people came out of the door. It was a man and a lady. I was probably about eight and they were both laughing and they'd clearly come out from some sort of meeting behind. And I was just fascinated to know what had gone on behind that door. And I have been for the rest of my life. That was it. <laughs> so what's going on behind the scenes is something which I am endlessly nosy and curious about. And that's that's what hotels are, really. It's lovely out front, but it's even more fun around the back. <laughs> Joanne? I kind of fell into hotels. I started doing a law degree and got a waitressing job to pay for my university. Halfway through my law degree, I realized I was dawdling to get to lectures and speeding to get to work and thought, mm, hang on, there's something wrong with this picture. <laughs> so um, yeah, I had a conversation with my grandmother, who was an amazing woman and a huge influence in my life. And she said to me, you were born to be in hotels. When I was three, apparently, all of my friends wanted to go to the Wimpy Bar. We didn't have McDonald's in South Africa, but I was obviously quite precocious because I wanted to go for afternoon tea at the Elangeni, which was a five-star <laughs> hotel um, in the, um, you know, on the beachfront in Durban. And she said to me, since you were three, that's where you've wanted to be. Go and do it. Tell us, how did the two of you connect and create Midas? It's certainly about more than just Hillary and I. It's, it, it really starts with the master inholders. And the master inholders are a group of leading hoteliers whose aim is really to be the standard barrier to influence and to ensure that we continually improve the standards and the professionalism within our industry. And one of the ways we do that is through education. And we we really focus a lot on trying to help develop and train particularly future generations. Depending on where you are in your career, there's, there's generally a master in holders brief for you. So Hillary looks after MILE, which is the master in holders aspiring leaders diploma. There's also another program, which is around um, scholarships. So with a number of other key stakeholders, the Worshipful Company of Inholders, the Master Inholders Charitable Trust and the Savoy Educational Trust, we would end out scholarships to Cornell University in New York or Cranfield or various other development opportunities. But as the year of COVID started to become you know, longer and longer, we realized that we wouldn't really be able to offer those scholarships and, and to take a new batch of mild guys and girls onto the program. It just didn't feel like the right time uh, to do anything. And more or less at the same time, there was the real stepping up of the initiative for seat at the table to get a minister for hospitality. And so there were a lot of stats going around. And on one of our um, conversations with David Morgan Hewitt, who is the current chair of the Master Inholders, we were talking about the fact that hospitality held 10% of all jobs, yet a third of all redundancies were coming from our sector. And the people that were taking the biggest hits were really the guys that sort of sat from supervisor up to kind of HOD. That whole layer seemed to be being removed from our industry. And 
it really hurts. You know, we're an industry that looks after our people. Generally, we we we're all about caring and looking after people, and it 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 really felt wrong. And so, in various conversations, we felt that if we couldn't offer the scholarships and the mild program, we needed to do something. We needed to try and support this bunch of people who, through no fault of their own, are suddenly in the biggest career crisis of their lives. And we have a duty of care for them. And also, quite selfishly, we would really like them to come back at the end of this crisis. And Absolutely, if we yeah. Look after them and keep them engaged and keep them learning. Then we would be able to do both of that. And so, out of that conversation, this embryo of Midas was born. Midas on LinkedIn is everywhere. The buzz is incredible i've picked it up it's and it's just everyone's talking about it and you're seeing it everywhere so what i want from both of you and i'll start with hillary and then i'll go to joe is what is it that's so brilliant about midas hillary thanks Timothy. there's a lot around um to help virtual team working for example there's a lot around to help job seeking there's not an awful lot around if you actually want to develop your skills so midas is all about retention and and skill building and networking. So what we're really trying to do here is build a community, a community of learning. And that, I think, is where we have kind of hit a nerve because all of us want to network. There's a lot of requirement for just coming together and hanging out, which is what we would do in hospitality in a pub. And we can't do that. So we might as well, the best, the next best thing is to do it on a on a screen. So that's really, I think, where the interest comes from. You know, the people that we're, we're aiming to reach with Midas are... I don't like saying the young because it makes us sound old, but it is is the younger, the next generation of leaders, of managers. And there isn't much of a network for them, which is why I think we've had the demand that we've, or the response to demand that we've had. There's a lot of networking at master in holder level. They run some fabulous webinars called Leading Through the Revival. And there's, you know, they're a very good network themselves. What there isn't so much of is a network and a voice for the other levels of in the organizations or in in the industry we just want to be there for each other joanne i think it's hit a nerve because we have so many amazing young people that are feeling really really isolated and quite a few of them are really worried uh, not only about the current um situation and their current jobs and you know some of them are working some of them aren't but also they're struggling to see a future and i think knowing that you're not alone in that is incredibly powerful and so i think it it absolutely gives them that support and that that network that they can tap into but it is also trying to keep them focused to develop skills with a belief in a future that will come i mean it's great we had uh, a previous guest libby davis who i think you both know who just speaks so highly of Midas and what it's doing um, so it is really having an impact so really well done that's good to hear because you. you know we, we we did put it together hoping and believing we would help you know that help was the the key driver um but you don't know how it's going to land the very first module we we kind of thought we'd maybe have about 30 people turn up and I think the highest was well over 100 164 I think you can actually which... watch the recording of that on YouTube can't you and it's quite amazing how many people just fill into this room it's it's really quite magical it's it's fantastic. yeah it was wonderful yeah beyond any expectation that that we had and yeah and I think that just shows that it is definitely yeah the right thing at the right time it's been great 
it's a bit like standing on the station and watching a runaway train come at you but it's good fun (laughs) (laughs) so why is it called Midas well it was a fun acronym to work with because it's master in holders development developing additional skills but Midas was also in Greek mythology a king who responded to three wishes and one of the wishes was that everything he touched would turn to gold so it's like a career in hospitality really so what topics are you going to be covering in your Midas sessions that's an interesting question Sarah because it changes every month depending on what's happening so in January we had finance and money matters because at that time we thought everyone would be going back to brand new budgets and starting a new year properly didn't realize we'd all be you know sort of shut out and closed anyway we ran it anyway and that was very well received. February, resilience, what's it take to bounce back? And March is all around motivation and um, finding your mojo. So I think the motivation bit is very far reaching in terms of maybe you need to be motivated to carry on looking for another job. Maybe you need to be motivating a team in terms of preparing for recovery, let's hope. Or maybe it's just motivating yourself either to stay home and, or to go back to work. Because I think, although there's also a feeling of, oh, goodness me, let's get back quickly, I can't wait. I think there's also a lot of underlying anxiety about how will I cope when I'm back? How will it be? And also, it's not going to be the same when we get back. It is going to be different to what we had before. Would you like to tell us how people can get involved if they'd like to get involved and they've not been to a MIDA session yet? Yeah, thanks. That's that's great. I'd love to. So we every month we try and push out four elements so we push out something to do with theory so there's always a master class and with some tips so how to so motivation in terms of how to be more motivated how to motivate a team because there's techniques and tools for that sort of thing so there's a master class on the last friday which is friday the 26th of march at 2 p.m and then on on tuesdays we have a networking session so that's an open zoom drop in use breakout rooms we'll set questions around motivation test the water for a bit see how people are feeling get them to share and that's on tuesday the 23rd of march at 3 p.m and then at the same time we put together a video short video and also a podcast in, not in competition with you but a podcast because <laughs> you can't have enough podcasts and all of those are available either on the master and holders youtube channel or um, on the master and holders website you can download the links or register you can download the, the link to register for both the master class and the networking event everything's free everyone's welcome there's no eligibility criteria www.masterinholders co.uk that's fantastic i'm actually going to sign up for quite a few myself and i'm sure tim you you will be joining in as well um because the what i've seen on youtube is really impressive so far um so i'd love to be a part of that so in the interviews that, that tim and i've done in the last six months have actually left us really excited for the future of hospitality and just we we sorry tim i'm going to speak for you here we <laughs> feel that there's some really great stuff on the horizon and we are just gonna rise up and be amazing and it, it does feel to us like We're building an army to come back stronger as an industry. Now, how can we keep looking at ourselves and have this reflection that lockdown has given us to keep improving? I think leadership and how we are around people and how we leave people feeling in a team in the workplace is going to be more relevant, even more relevant than it was before. So we've got a whole lot of relearning to do when we go back. It's going to be good. We are going to be good because hospitality people will always bounce back. We are a breed that, you know, that's what we do. 
but I think the leadership of that is going to be key. I I absolutely agree with Hillary, and I think the other thing that we can't underestimate is all of our teams are going to be smaller, and I'm ever the optimist. I do think that whilst the getting better where we we were pre. COVID in terms of business levels will take a couple of years, but I think we are going to have a strong domestic bounce. I really do. If we see what happened last summer yeah, in the coastal towns and in the countryside, I'm expecting that same kind of rebound. So we are going to have to think creatively about the guests that we have, because some of us, you know, in London, I don't know, 70% of our business is international. You know, it's going to be a complete flip and we're going to have to change the service and you know think about things a little bit differently but we're also going to need to do that very much with smaller teams so people are going to need to be far more um, multi-skilled than they ever were before mm -hmm. and then I think the other thing that is going to change is our view on what we do in terms of smart growth not just financial growth but also how we are impacting the planet so i think our care for the guests and our care for the world we live in is going to be incredible because one of the positives from covid has been you know the massive drop in carbon um, emissions and that sort of thing and when those planes do start taking off again i think we're going to be far more conscious of the impact we are having and I think that is going to fundamentally change the way we we operate, not just in hospitality, but in every sector. Totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. Totally what advice would you give someone working in hospitality at the moment? My advice would be carry on believing. Most of us got into this industry because it is a calling, it's a purpose, it's a passion. You can't do this and not love it. You would be doing something else. So hold onto that there is a light at the end of the tunnel now and everything that you love and everything that you're good at will come back just keep the faith we'll, we will come back we will get back do you know what when i when i hear both of you speak about this and when i think about what you're doing i get like the hairs the back of my neck like this is something really exciting same it's yeah. really good isn't it we're quite excited about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should be Fire round. Quick fire questions. This is so our audience gets to know you a little bit better. And the rule is, is we're going to ask you a question and you have to say the first thing that comes into your mind. Goodness. Oh, oh goodness. good Lord. It's good. It's good and so badly. <laughs> Hilary, what's your favourite book? Lord of the Rings. Joe, what's your hidden talent? I make a great biscotti. <laughs> <laughs> Hilary, if you could instantly become an expert in something, what would it be? Dog training. Joe, what is a dream you have that you've yet to achieve? I would love to travel across the Okavango swamps and see elephants up close. Hilary, if you could be any animal, what would it be and why? The horse. I really elegant and loyal. Joe, what is your favourite hobby? At the moment it's cycling. Use one word to describe your computer ability. Developing. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what's your weapon of choice? Humour. <laughs> Hilary, what's the last item you purchased? A pot of buttermilk paint. Hot or cold? Hot. 
<laughs> no need to think about that. Hilary, uh, licorice all sorts or jelly babies? Oh, licorice all sorts every time. Sorry. Except for the ones with the little with the little beads on. Don't like those. <laughs> chicken legs or chicken wings? Chicken legs. Hilary, roast dinner, gravy? Yes or no? Yes. Joe, cheese butty in a roll or sliced bread? Oh, fresh crusty bread. Hilary, milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Dark chocolate. Joe, corn on the cob or off the cob? On. Hilary, restaurant food, served on plates or wooden boards? Wooden boards. Joe, butter in the fridge or out of the fridge? If I'm dieting, I'll say in the fridge because it's harder to scrape. If I'm not, then absolutely <laughs> warm because you can get more on the bread. <laughs> <laughs> Good logic. <laughs> You're off the hook. Well, thank you very much. Pleasure. Nice to see you. you. Thank you. (laughs) Take care. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please share, subscribe and like. This podcast is shared on all major platforms, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, YouTube and Spotify and is marketed on social media. Timothy, put the katowda on. July 4th, celebrate the spirit of freedom and comfort with Minky Couture Blankets. Wrap yourself in the softness of luxury Minky fabric as you cozy up under the stars and stripes. Our blankets are designed to ignite your patriotic pride and keep you warm all night long. From backyard barbecues to fireworks in the sky, make every moment memorable with Minky Couture. Indulge in the ultimate comfort and style this Independence Day. Visit us at MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today and embrace the true essence of July 4th with Minky Couture Blankets. Freedom has never felt so cozy. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail, we all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.